Welcome to Across the Park podcast, a football podcast on both Everton and Liverpool Football Club, produced by six mates, the three Reds, Gary, Phil and Terry, and the three Blues, myself, Millsy, Judgy and Craig. Each Monday, we release our latest show. We will discuss the ongoing matters with both teams, whether it be good or bad, opposing views, opinions, banter and debate. We are proud to be a family-friendly football podcast and you can find more about us on our website, www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show on your preferred podcast listening app and make sure you give us a follow on our social media. Twitter is Across the Park PC, Instagram is Across the Park PC and Facebook search Across the Park. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Across the Park, episode number 34. Good old-fashioned tag team tonight. We're, we're missing um, Judgy for the Blues and missing Gary for the Reds. So it's myself, Millsy and Craig, two Blues, and Terry and Phil, the two Reds. No domestic games to, to review this weekend. It's been international weekend, but well, I think most of our players, or a lot of them have been you know, with the with the countries, if you will. One person who didn't go, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, he, he had a back injury, Terry, was that right? Yeah, it was apparently pulled out with a back injury. Um, I think we talked about it when we were on, on City Talk uh, with Matt Jones and one of them. I'm not sure whether it was a little bit of a sort of, you know, one of them wily old fox tricks by Klopp basically mm. telling them to uh, maybe to step away or, or whether it was, you know, it is a genuine sort of serious injury for, for Trent. I think he's the type of player that, to be honest, he, he's want to be, you know, showing what he's worth on the international stage. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't really see that it is, a, it, you know, it, it is a, a bit of a... A bit of kidsology, but um, you know, it, uh, am I right in thinking these games are qualifiers? It's the, it's the nation's league, isn't it? So no, no, no. This is no, this is the qualifiers, so qualifiers for, the, yeah. for the Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, it, it's no, like I can't. I honestly can't imagine Klopp. Like I've heard him speak on his opinion on what he thinks about players playing for the countries and that. I can't imagine him holding anyone back from an international if it wasn't necessary. You know, yeah, I I'd agree. like to I think mean, it was a bit of gamesmanship, but I, I, I don't see it in Klopp. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. It's one of them. You sort of smile when when I see in the news, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, I yeah, because obviously Robertson got pulled out of, it, of yeah. his with a something with a dental yeah. issue or something like that as well. So apparently he re- so I don't think Robertson wanted to. I think he was trying to say, I'm all right, I'm all right, I can play. But he basically got told by the club. Yeah, it was an abscess or something. I think he said, weren't it? Oh, um, that needed dealing mm-hmm. with. So you know, we sort of smile with me seeing the news. But as I say, and as I agree with Phil, I don't really think Klopp would do that. Um, no, I, 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 I don't think. think it's I think for this, he, he might have with sense, knowing that he's as possibly as his only right back and the, the big the, the the big games that he's got to um, yeah, that he's got ra- coming up. I think you raise a good point about the importance of Trent. Like I think it's become apparent, hasn't it, Terry? Over the last few weeks, we've tried different combinations at, at, at right back. Um, obviously, Milner, Henderson's been there and stuff, and. None of it really worked. I think, and then when we've seen Trent come back to in, into the team, even though his form has been indifferent, it's it's still it's become very apparent how much he's, he's your most he is. comfortable right back, isn't yeah. he? So he I, had I, so I much going forward with the injuries that he, he's had of late. Th- th- I don't think I think Klopp would be thinking there's there's no harm in keeping yeah. away from England duty. Yeah, so let's just keep yeah. him under wraps yeah. I, and I, know I just, that. I just I, as Phil said though, I just I. I can't really see Klopp saying to a young lad, a young player, you know, like you're in not going to go and play for your international team in a in a European qualifier. I think he's possibly gave him an option, and with England, England are not really short on options at right back. So I think yeah, I think I don't think he's putting England under any 
any, pl- pressure, any yeah. pressure. Yeah. I, I think the fact that Trent, I mean, he was second, second or third choice right back. In, Kyle, in the, Kyle, in Trippi, in the Kyle Walker and Keane Trippier. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and then you've got yeah. like Wamba Saka as well. I mean, yeah. he's coming, coming through. through yeah. So I, I know what you mean, but I, 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 it, it's I not putting England under any pressure. But I think you're putting a young player in a bit of an uncomfortable maybe position if you do do that, aren't you? Because you're forcing him to sort of like. I think that uh, the luxury that Trent's got is that he's a he's a good player and he's a, he's a good fullback, and I think he's mm. he's going to get into future squads anyway. What what I can't imagine is Cops put his arm around him and going, listen. You know how important the rest of the season is now. You've got a niggle in your back. It's up to you, but we need you. Yeah. And he's just gone, uh, Yeah. And he's a scouser. He's a scouser. Scouse lad, <laughs> he's yeah. a scouser. Yeah. He, he knows the score. That's what we said. I think that uh, the Lava Bird has, has overmauled <laughs> the three Lions on this occasion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, talking about fullbacks possibly getting, getting injured on international duty, Lucas Dinias pulls out the, the France game, Craig, hasn't he? Yeah, apparently so. Um, that, that was hurt us if, if he it missed a couple of weeks. It, it was. I mean, I mean, we we do sing Baines as praises, even though he's mm. he hasn't played this season. I think we've got a decent enough left back to cover him, but he's been very important this, this season for us. Yeah, plus we're heavy on stats on this show, and I think he's got one of the best the best assists as a defender in, yeah. in the Premier League this season. Yeah, and as, as, as a young with goals it, as well, yeah, a young foreign player in his first season yeah. just shows how important he is. And I think yeah. you were talking last week. I wasn't on the show, and you were talking about the importance of fullbacks in the game now. So you know, Trent and Lucas Dinia are massively important yeah, to both teams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he is, and and there's there's no getting away from that. But we have got a, a decent enough left back in mm. in Leighton Baines. He's experienced enough, and I think I think Baines is, is able to come in. Like you said, it, yeah. it's, it's whether he can come in for a sustained period now because well, he's 34. He's at the tail end of his career. If yeah. we need Baines for Do six feel weeks, like can he play six weeks? Do you, you feel know? like it depends on the, on the the opposition at the time in the in a given game, like. Do you trust him in any? So for me, like I'm, I, I trust Milner in the fullback position, but not against pace. So is oh there no, like I think we can, for we can, we can always trust Baines against any side. Oh really? He's always yeah. going to yeah. get. He's. I mean, was it the Wolves game? He made them. He gave away the penalty, but he he was carrying he an was injury. Carrying there. An injury. Yeah, he's always been really good positionally. Like yeah, Leighton Baines hasn't he? Yeah. Not just going forwards, but but, but you know defending as yeah. well. So I mean, my only worry there, for like I said, would be if it's a sustained period. I mean, c- keep. I just think he hasn't played a lot of games this yeah, season, coupled so with his age now, and it could be rustiness. But but I think I think he's the type of player who can who would fit in. He's a, he's never seen the type of player to sort of let himself go. You no. know what I mean? You no, think he's very professional, isn't he? And sort of thing. So you think that he would be keeping himself fit and. He got injured this season playing two games in the week. The only time, sorry, August he started the first three mm. games, and then the only other time he's played consecutive games, he got injured. Yeah. So for mm. me, that's in the back of my mind as well. I don't know. You know, you know, it doesn't matter to me if, if you look after yourself. Some some ex pros are fifty, and in, in the five side games are looking tip top. But you know, Premier League standards—that's mm-hmm, yeah. a whole different kettle, isn't it? It is, yeah. Some lads coming back from injury, or you know, Dejan Lovren. He, he's he's played some minutes. Is that is that important for you, Phil? Getting yeah. Lovren back? Yeah, I think it is definitely. Um, Matip's done. I, I feel the job that Matip's done has been. It's been good. He's done a good job for it. He's your fourth, uh, you know, from a fourth choice defender. I don't think we could have expected much more. And whilst not making mistakes out of where to goals, I have seen flashes of poor play. If yep. that makes sense, and yep. it concerns you that if it comes to a crunch game or a crucial moment, you haven't quite got the confidence in him. That said, the same can be said of him. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, but yeah, I'm glad he's back. You know, absolutely. We we need everyone fit. We you know we're we're fighting on two fronts, and we're going to address the you know some of the difficulties yeah. of that later. But in that situation, you need everyone you can. And he's a senior player. You know, won the world. You know, got to the World Cup final. Sorry, he's a serious. He's been to the European Cup final. He's a serious defender. So 
you know, while the, whilst they're both forwards, Liverpool need them. Well, it's going to get p- pretty hectic now, isn't it? Go, especially yeah. if you navigate your way through the quarterfinals, you're going to be looking at two massive games a week for for the last month of the season, maybe. Well, that's it, and you know, it, it can still happen, can't it? That you know, st- stuff like people can get booked and people can get sent off, and you, yeah. if you get a ban or whatever, we had it with Van Dijk, you know, and all of a sudden it's like someone's got to go in there and sort of c- and, and cover that position. So yeah. obviously having more centre halves available, so you're not having to play the likes of Fabinho as centre half, even though he's done really well. You don't want to be playing one of your best midfielders centre half because you've got injuries from for all your other senior centre halves. Yeah. So having any everyone back is 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 a massive massive help does for us. I'm just trying to think um, in the moment, but does Lovren does having Lovren back allow us to shuffle the pack any differently to try and fix the Robertson problem for Porto? No, so is there I any money we can put out there, and that means we can then sacrifice? I don't think so. I don't think it really changes much on in terms no. of our options, does it? Because I, th- I think we'd, we'd still all agree. Well, we'd agree that Milner's probably the best option. I wouldn't want to see Moreno in there. Mm. Um, no. I think I made that I clear was. on the last podcast. Well, <laughs> you would, yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> I'd love to see him go and play for you. <laughs> back up to Zinia. No, will Klopp never play three at the back to accommodate Moreno and protect him, maybe? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. Um, it's too, it's all too of risky sudden. all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. We have done it, I think, once or twice under Klopp, but very, very rarely, and it's not not like a, a shape that the team are accustomed to or used to. So I why? Why? I understand the question. Oh, it makes kind of, kind of makes sense. Uh, well, the, would you know, you know to accommodate Moreno? That's a that's a big that's a big ask, isn't it? Given that we haven't got Robertson, but no, nah, th- I'm 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 more than comfortable with with Milner. I know what you're saying. It's horses of courses, and you don't want Milner in against pace. I d- I'll be honest. I, I don't, don't know, know what right Porto's right winger no, is about, but. No. I'm, I'm more if it was a young Ricardo Charisma though, I wouldn't fancy you. James, you know, James like Milner's that. a very experienced player, and as we said on last week's pod, he, yeah. he knows where to be and where to position himself to be able to accom- you know, yeah. to, to play against pace. And, and I know, I know you've highlighted a couple of instances where he, he did seem to struggle with it a little bit, but it's easier on the left, isn't it, when you can yeah. actually done it? Yeah, because you struggle on the inside right. onto yeah. into strength, yeah. like into you know, more players. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. So yeah. I think we we'll find that he'll be he'll be he'll be more than comfortable at left back and and don't want to see Marino. Okay, so different view of looking at that then. Lovren, does he come back in straight away? No, um, he, he can't come back in straight away because as you say, he's still got the same sort of mistakes that Matip's got in him as well. Mm. But he hasn't really got the match fitness, or you know, he won't. Will he have the intensity that you need to to be playing in these crucial big games? Mm. Um, I want to see Lovren coming in against Spurs, do no. you? When he's only played ninety minutes for Croatia. Matip doesn't deserve to come up um, with the team. No, and that's it. Did he, get, did he get beat Croatia last night? Now, you, now you're testing us. Internationals, as I said, on City Talk. Not my, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not my my forte, internationals. So well, aw- away from injuries and returns, I watched the um, Holland and Germany game yesterday and Van Dijk had a very uncharacteristic performance. Did first he? half, he was, was that just getting... Was it that one? Yeah, yeah but first half, he was getting ram-ragged. Ram-ragged, yeah. yeah it was very was he, get, he must have been getting exposed then for that to happen, like, by oh. not, not being helped. <laughs> who was, by who was he playing alongside? Delight. Yeah, I think so. Because we've been linked with him. Yeah, yeah been linked with him and, and <laughs> you, so you, you you don't know. It's one of them things where everyone's talking him up and, and you know that he he's, he's a serious young centre half, but you just don't know, do you? There's a lot of Real Madrid connections this this weekend. Mm. So, but listen, internationals. As, as I, I think 
we we agree, all of us, wouldn't we? That it's not our big uh, our sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. All you want to see is your players come out of it well, unscathed. You, bo- don't you boys have been yeah. in Hamburg this weekend anyway, haven't you? So yeah, yeah. not not playing football. We were on a stag do over in Hamburg over the weekend. Uh, me and Terry and Alice uh, and Judgy Craig as well who aren't here, but that's unrelated, I think. Unless they've yeah, <laughs> it sounds like little porky. You weren't <laughs> yeah. the too rough. No, it was, it, was, yeah. it was a good trip. We managed to catch a few international games over there. One game we did catch Craig. Get your opinion on it, Michael Keane, starting for England. I've always said Michael Keane is a confidence player. So is this a big thing that he's going to be you no know, back yeah, playing for I England? Think, I think a clean sheet and the fact that he's he's starting tonight will will be yeah. will be confidence for him. Um, whether he can take that that into his Everton um, form, I don't know because he's he's very indifferent for us. Mm. Um, although the last four games, I, I, I don't think he's done himself any harm as an as an Everton player to be to be honest. But um, I'm with Terry. Like international football, is it's hard to like. Oh yeah, you can't yeah. really talk about Unless it's a real tournament in the summer yeah, and the and club, then club games aren't happening and then around it, yeah. especially, <laughs> yeah. especially the qualifiers that li- that Liverpool England always seem to end up in. It's like our group always contains like proper I you know, with they all due respect, games, they're, going everywhere, yeah. they're not the best teams, are they? So you're sort of thinking, oh, well, don't like yeah. the a Czech Republic of old, you, you, oh, they, you they had to say yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe, and they've still got decent players. They've still got players who play in the top leagues, haven't they? I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah. Before we do move on from that, one more question, Craig, in relation to the Everton contingent, Saint Tosin scored on international duty this weekend. Oh, did he, yeah? That could maybe, you know, Carl oh, yeah. sort of established himself as the uh, nine yeah. now, but, you know, we can't hear for the striker to go away and score and come back. Well, he, he's done that on every international break, Tosin, hasn't he? And yeah. um, I, I'm a fan of Tosin. I think he does give us all. I think he just... It, it's he's just limited, isn't he? Yeah, it's just, I think with Tosin, it's just, he doesn't get a continuous um, playing time, does he? He'll play a game, he'll come out mm. and... He'll play with Charleston and that, that can't help his, his confidence if he's if there if there's a winger playing up top instead of you. Um, the one thing I will give Tosson is that every time he puts a blue shirt on, he does he gives us all. He tries. Can I yeah. just yeah. can I just ask you know the, thinking about what you've just said there? I feel when I when I think back to shows that we've done that yous reflect that in what in your in what you say because we talk about Cheng Tosson. He'll come on for the end of thirty minutes or something. And you'll be like, yeah, yeah, he, he's great and Judgy in particular bigs him up quite a lot. And he said. You know, I, I want him to start in the next game. Then two weeks later, we're asking who, who do you want your lineup to be, and Tosson's out and Calvert Lewin's in. Mm. So it's like you, even you guys, are backwards and forwards. So yeah. what, it's, it's sometimes it you forget he's there, yeah. because Silver seems to forget he's forget he's there. Because I mean, the fact that he plays with Charleston, who's a natural winger, he'll play him up top rather than him. And then he'll bring a young lad in, like Calvert what, Lewin. What goes on the way, like you want him in the team, and all, all of a sudden you don't? Is it like you want him to get a chance, and he gets it, and he doesn't take just, it? Or? I think we just half forget he's there as well. I, yeah. th- I think you sometimes decide like that you'd rather see different players for different teams that you're playing as well, don't you? You, you yeah. and particularly you, Mills. You've sort of mentioned you like to see different setups and different approaches, almost yeah. like you know, dependent on the opposition. And he is—he isn't the type of player who's going to fit every game, is he? Because he, no, he's I'm very much a. a I said Tosin there. I said, I said limited, which which you know I'll, I'll stick by. What he does bring Everton is is he, he plays well with Charleston and Walcott. He always they mm. seem to, to play better with Tosin than they do with a Carver Luno when the ass was there. I think he's very unselfish. Now Phil Phil said there sometimes we are saying we want to want to play Tosin and then then drop him out. I think any fan want, wants the strikers to score, and when the strikers aren't scoring, despite them being unselfish, you, you know it's it's time to to look for an upgrade. That's un, that's unfortunately where we are. For me, Tosin okay. is a is a Sam Allardyce signing. Yeah, it's, of course, he, yeah, he was bought to play in a Sam Allardyce yeah. front three, which was 
you know, at, at, at the quickest chance, get it into the box for him. And but I don't think any defender will ever say Sengtosin is the easy game. Easy game. No. But at the same time, you're never going to see Sengtosin scoring 10, 15, 20. But referring to that goal in international duty, he'd love him to come back and at least get one important goal. Yeah. You know, come off the bench and score the winner against yeah. United or something. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully that will give him yeah. a bit of a boost. Speaking of players who are in and out, I noticed there's been knocks for Shakiri and Keita. I don't know if they came on the international duty or not, but yeah, but they joined up with the squads, I think, um, and then you know they were assessed as sort of being injured. Or yeah. So I don't think it's anything serious. I think from the reports that I've read, anyway, um, they both be available against Spurs if Klopp wanted to use them. Okay. Although it doesn't seem like he wants <laughs> to use. I was going to say it's, it's whether he will, because they don't seem to be sort of getting in his in his main eleven, if you will. When, when you get a game where he's going to put the first eleven out, it's never Kaito or Shakiri. No, or and where he, where he has used them has been almost as impact subs, but he even stopped doing that now. Really, you're not really I seeing with, um, Shakiri. Shakiri. Yeah. So Kaito's just been injured, hasn't he? Yeah, Kaito's been been again. You know, a bit of miss in terms of injuries. He's so he hasn't always been available, but Shakiri. As far as we're aware, anyway, has been available and he's not getting used now. Sturridge is coming on before him. Milana's getting used before him. Does anyone know if he played? Arigi's getting used before him. Yeah, it's it's so. It's one of them. It's sort strange. Of weird could you, conundrums. Could you buzzing for a while over Shakiri. The impact he was having when he was coming on in yeah, games and we, making a difference. Well, exactly, and it was more in the in the you know the the games where he started that we were maybe not seeing the best of him, and we were thinking like, what is it? Maybe he's just he is just better coming off the bench. <laughs> But I don't think he could really grumble with his return. I think, you know, his, his stats show that he is a very, yeah. very effective impact player. But mm. he's just all of a sudden being relegated from. Looks from like there's been a fallout. It looks like there's been something definitely gone on to me. Um, and then you've got to say, well, it's not the first time for Shakiri, is it? It happens every, everywhere he goes. Well, it's tough it to be say harsh, because we don't know. It could be know harsh, I mean? but we just don't know. Do it there seems to be a pattern repeating, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I, I think you can definitely label that Adam when he was at Bayern Munich. He did spit his dummy out and stuff. I don't think you can necessarily say that at Stoke. I know some of his teammates said that. But, you know, he was also playing in a team that some of them players at Stoke just given up. Yeah. And, he, you know, if he's if he's the type of player who's a winner, he might have just, you know, got dis- disaffected with them and, and their attitude. So it, it's a tough one. At Bayern Munich, I think he, he definitely, you know, got a bit too big for his boots and thought he was, he, he was going to be... Similar in some arm, weren't it? But he was very young then. Yeah, both they were early on his career. But I don't know. We don't know if it, <coughs> you know what's gone on. Um, it just looks a bit odd. That level of performance he was putting in when he was coming on, when you said we were all buzzing about him, I think that's very hard to maintain as an impact sub. It makes means you've got like 20 minutes, 30 minutes to make something happen, and you've got to every mm. single time. That just, it's not sustainable, that, is it? Yeah, but I mean, it, it isn't sustainable, but the, the impact subs that are getting brought on instead of him, like uh, what's storage uh, done? Yeah, nothing. When he's come on on sub appearances no. in the last, you know, couple of weeks it, he's done absolutely nothing to worry oh yeah I said that in defence so of him I yeah. said that in defence of Shakiri. yeah it's like you can't expect that level from him all the time no, or you're no. not playing stick him with is he someone you can see having a short Liverpool career um, potentially potentially because I, 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 I sort of hesitate to say that because as I say I really really liked him you know like uh, around Christmas I thought he was, he was one of our key players mm-hmm. he, he, you know he was scoring goals he was getting assists he was, he was changing games <coughs> and I was advocating him playing in that team now I think we have had to shift the formations around to accommodate him when we do play him, mm. uh, which I'm not a great fan of. But I think he's sort of cursed by the fact that he was a bit of a cut price signing. He mm. wasn't Klopp's first choice. He was almost like, you know, the alternate to Fakir. Yeah. And I think he's enhanced his sort of reputation, I suppose, at Liverpool enough that you could probably see someone coming in with a bit of money for him yeah, versus what we paid and I think in a way we take it because yeah. I don't yeah. think he's quite the answer 
what we want, as in he's going to be your first choice starting attacking mid. So I can see that we probably would take money for him. I don't necessarily think it'd be the, the right thing to do, but I could see why if someone come in the summer mm. with 25, 30 million for Jakiri, yeah. I think we'd take it. Yeah, 100%. I think there's teams in the Premiership who have him. 100% and there's probably teams all across Europe that or something have like him, yeah. that you can yeah. see couldn't you with Shaqiri, yeah. so uh, you know I don't know whether it's necessarily be the correct decision for us to do that but well, if he's not going to play Terry it is yeah in that case it is for him and us you yeah. know what I mean if Klopp does, has, has all of a sudden changed his mind and thought he's not quite for me or he's not quite giving me enough like you've mentioned he, he may be Sacrifice a bit of the defensive, defensive side I, I think he's you know, yeah, I think he's probably failing to follow instruction and regardless of his impact, I think as a manager, you can't have that. C- if someone ignoring your instruction. So I, I think that's what's happened. Because if you look about you know, when he got taken off at half-time, that can be the only explanation. You've played great, but you haven't done a thing I've told you to do. Yeah, and how long can I manage it? So that's why he's an impact sub. I th- well, I, d- I, I think, I don't know whether we discussed this already, but mm. I, I, I do think that the Southampton one, looking at that as a, a, a case in, in isolation on its own, is a difficult one, really. It's a, because that was quite early on in the season. And at that time, Fabinho wasn't there, you know, as as playing anywhere near the level that he's playing at now for Liverpool. So we weren't playing the two hold midfielder in the same way with Wijnaldum and Fabinho. So it's it's a difficult one to say that Shaqiri almost hate the defensive side of the team or or, or you know the, the the midfield solidarity, which is what Klopp cited when he was playing in front of basically a different midfield than is now well, therefore Liverpool's fair choice. Well, you know. By the same by the same token, the way that we've been playing since Fabinho's came in has played with two hold midfielders mm-hmm. who were almost flat, and then that gi- we've said that gives you license to attack more. So mm-hmm. I, 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 it's sort of it's not. It feels to me like we haven't actually tried Shakiri in front of that too. Yeah, you know, in in that same way that we're playing. But all now you're saying, it. all you're really saying there is he won't have to give us any protection in, in that midfield, so we haven't got to worry about it. But Cop won't play like that. Yeah, he well, won't. <sighs> he won't because it's one of the midfielders. It's not one of the front three we give him license to. It's one of the midfielders, and he won't play like that. Mm. We use our wing backs to create. We don't use the midfielders really. Yeah, so I, uh, maybe that is th- maybe that is the case, and maybe you've you've hit on something as to why that you know all of a sudden he has fell out of favour. It, it is an odd one, but he's fit and available. He apparently for spare, like so we'll we'll uh, see whether he gets used. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's been a row. Uh, he looks happy. He looks smiley, cheery. Like there's no rumours of a row, and there's enough people around the training ground to know. I don't think it's that. Remember, you know. When Saho left, it all come out. We knew every word that was said in the mm. in the dressing room and, and in the dining hall and all that type of stuff. We we know every word that was said. There's not none of that chat with Shakiri. So I, th- yeah. I I think it is tactical, but, but it's reading between the lines. And I, I suppose the other thing is Clock could be looking at it like Oxley Chamberlain's on his way back. He's got Lallana who seems to have found a little bit of fitness, you know, and, and he's maybe showing him something in training and maybe he's thinking, Well, you weren't my first choice and you were I didn't spend big money on you. I don't feel compelled to have to play here when I've got some some players who, you know, I I know will give me what they'll give me because he knows Alana from when he was fully fit and, and in form in his first season, and he thinks and maybe he's thinking I've got Oxley Chamberlain back as well, and then I've got Naby Keita who was one of my big signings. Maybe I've just got too many now, yeah. too many options, and he's sort I of think thinking I need to start. I think the thing with Klopp, he doesn't really feel compelled to play anyone. No, no, because I you look at Keita with seventy million, he hasn't. He's been in and out the team for being at the start of the season. No. He wasn't even in, which the is team. good. Yeah, yeah. It is so good. I, I do think I don't think that's the, the main issue. I do think it's probably I do think it's probably the fact that he's not he can't fit into the way. I, I think I honestly think, and you, you probably are bringing him in. Ju- you could just be bringing him in just for the sake yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I think he's a wide forward. Personally, I really believe he's a wide forward, not a not a ten, and so. 
it's money and salary, and you're just not. And we're never yeah, gonna. Yeah, but but it isn't because we took Firmino off. And it was either the last game or the game before. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Rigi. And we put well, we put storage on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, what? You could have put Salah up top, and exactly yeah. because you know that worked well, and Salah yeah. was scoring goals, and now he's he's on a dry spell again, not scoring goals. Okay, it's like, well, me, me point still stands in that. If you think, well, he's come in, so therefore we can rotate that front three a little bit. We're never going to rotate that front three. Mm. He's there for injury, basically. Or you're saying Eshikiri for Switzerland, looking at the team for Saturday. They played Georgia. He didn't play. Didn't even come on the come, on, come off the bench. Yeah, because well, injuries, isn't it? Mm. You know, so <coughs> it, it, it it's one of them. It's like he, he he's on international duty, but he isn't fit. So mm, it's weird that he even went. Yeah, but sometimes they still got to join up and get assessed by the national team, mm. doctors, haven't they, and stuff bec- before they'll release them and say that you know, all right, they're, they're genuinely not fit because of that. They want to check it out. With yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but listen, you know, either way, I think just to wrap up the sort of international section, you don't want to get too bogged down talking about mm. international football. Mm. Um, but it's good for for us, good that we, you know, it seems that we are starting to get all of the all of the players back now. And yeah. you know, I mentioned Oxley Chamberlain there. He's back in full training now, ahead of Spurs, I believe. Um, yeah. You've got Joe Gomez is going to be back in the next week or two with a bit of luck. Um, yeah. And then, as we've said, like Lovren and stuff coming back. So our injury thing, Touchwood, starts to l- you know look a little bit better for us. And, and Everton, with the exception of Dinier, I don't think you've really got any other major ones, have no. you? Baines was injured for a while, wasn't he? I think he's now back. He was on the bench yeah. at the last game. Phil Jagielka was, was carrying a knock. But, um, but to be fair, we haven't got that many injuries, but... No. The first 11 are sort of picking itself at the minute, anyhow, aren't they? Yeah, sort uh, of yeah, fine yeah. little system. Phil, got any, yeah. s- any social media yeah, questions for one us? for each side today. Um, the first one's an Everton question. It came by a Peter on the website. He said, the boys have said in a couple of previous shows that, we'll, that you know, you're lacking a leader. Is there anyone out there who the lads feel could be that man? For me, I, I, it's, it's hard to sort of pinpoint an individual. I, I think we do need a captain. I think it's probably me that they're referring to. I've said on a couple of instant match reactions that... It's you know it's blatant that we're missing the captain out there, and on a few occasions I think the Wolves game I was I was the most um, irate at a performance I've been for a while, and I was bringing it up a few times even on on the instant match and, and the weekly show that it was obvious we needed a captain. Um, the captain for me doesn't have to be the best player. I've, I've gone on records on the show before saying that Phil Neville for ninety minutes was a, was a very good Everton captain. Mm. Was he the best player in the team? No, no, he probably wasn't even in the best four or five in the team. No. But you knew you knew the Pickford the Pickford stuff at Newcastle. Yeah. You knew Phil Neville was got a good yeah, into him there. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's less it's. It's more so knowing what we need and what we haven't got than a sort of an individual I can think Isn't of. Isn't it hard to sign a captain though? <coughs> Someone who walks in and he's and a captain yeah. and he hasn't even played for you. Yet. Well, you've done it with Van Dijk. He's not your captain, but you're looking at him going, you know, I can captain. see where this is yeah. going. I can see where yeah. it's going. But it was hard to sign him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't see, easy, was it? See, yeah. I, I think we've got a, a good <laughs> captain in, in Coleman. I just mm. think the thing with Coleman, having that mantle <laughs> as being captain has affected his, his form. Plus, it, it's a strange one because he's not the club captain. He's the sort of captain because three others aren't playing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So h- yeah. how can you sort of command yourself yeah. and have the aura of being a captain when, you, it's when a, you're, it's not basically captain, you're not yeah. the club captain? Yeah, yeah. You're not doing and all the... Jack Gilker, exactly, he's not even yeah. playing, not even getting on you know the, the um, bench. The Liverpool team had the vote. They did an internal vote to say, who do you want to be captain, who do you want to be vice I think it was Henderson one and Wijnaldum was vice. No, no. Well, what did, what did Klopp nominate? He appointed Henderson and Milner and yeah. then the players had to vote for who? Behind them too, oh, right, is, okay. is, is like the vice yeah. captains, you know, like Wijnaldum, Wijnaldum and Van Dijk. What, what do you think? How would that go in your team? Do you think? I don't well, even know who they'd pick. 
it'd probably be. I mean, for years they've all said about Coleman, haven't they? They've all mm. said about Coleman being the next captain just because he's so passionate about football, mm. passionate about Everton, passionate about Ireland. He's just, mm. he's that type of player. I think he, he he's like a grateful footballer. He's grateful for the position. He's, he's struggling for his place though, isn't he, with Kenny? Uh, no, not not at the minute. No. He, he has a little bit of a, a tough. Um, yeah, he was he was he was struggling for form, wasn't he? Yeah. And Kenny came in for like a game or two, and then all of a sudden, you know, Kenny was struggling for form. Then he was so a derby, it was like, wasn't he? Yeah. Coleman back for the derby, and and that shows the importance yeah. of of Coleman that he was like he was yeah. preferred mm. to Kenny. So in in these good results you've <laughs> had since the derby, and that he's been integral as yeah. into that. Well, yeah, I mean the second half against Chelsea. Mm. Um, he was, he was, he he was really good, yeah. yeah. The, the whole team well. sort of stepped up a level, and, and Coleman's mm. at his best where, where he's joining in the press and yeah. he's aggressive and, and we're attacking teams. Yeah. He's not so much the best when we're defending one nil lead, and he's yeah. you know got, got two players <laughs> running at him. Um, going back to that point there, Phil, about the pool players doing a vote. Uh, how many captains have we had this season? Tom Davis was wearing the armband the other week, but we just can't seem Leighton to get it Baines, right. Phil Jagielka's been captain. I see here. There's a lot, don't it? We've got five. We've got five captains without <coughs> even having a captain. <laughs> Is there anyone on that list there that, that you would give the club the official, like a, a Tom, Tom Davis? Maybe no, I'd, I'd give it to Coleman. Um, just based on like I, I think he's a passionate lad. I think he's he's grateful for the position he's in as a, as a football, and I think yeah. that that's and he's got the longevity. There's every reason for him to be captain, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Obviously, it would be Jaggy Elka if he was playing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it will. Yeah, it would be, and because he's been captain for what, like five, six years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, out there, I, I wouldn't even know. I mean, you've got to be linked with someone and got to like. I mean, Keane's not a captain, is he? No. Um, he's a centre half. You want your centre half to stand up and be counted. He's not a captain. He's not a captain. He's not even leading the defence at the moment, is yeah. he? Never mind. Like a I mean, the team. Zuma. He looks like a. He's a big, powerful lad. He he he, he demands like respect by by I a think sheer he needs size. Needs a leader as well. Yeah, though. I think so. He needs yeah. <laughs> So there was a show for Pickford up until this season, wasn't there? When he, he was in good form and, and he was aggressive. He's a, and with he's a confident lad. Yeah. yeah, he's a confident lad. I mean, I watched him for England the other the other night. He made a great save and um, he was commanding his box like he hasn't commanded his box for Everton. Like yeah. the way he was coming out and going yeah. for balls. It's like it seems with Pickford, England <coughs> is like a, a nice relief for him at the mm. minute because I think he seems to play well better for England yeah. he doesn't seem to make the same mistakes <laughs> as he does for Everton I know Premier League football is a lot more it's, 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 it's more intense and you are going to like make probably be highlighted to make more mistakes at, at yeah. Premier League mm. standard but for England it just seems like a, a weight off his shoulder and possibly because of the oppositions he plays against that means you're not captain material though doesn't it exactly that's like he, the no, definition he's a, he's of a, no but he's a confident lad mm. either way I mean even when he has a bad performance for Everton, which he did against Newcastle, he came back against Chelsea and he, he was he was probably a contender for man of the match, the saves he so made. Yeah. Let me take you back a few years. Liverpool signed Gary McAllister, an older player, few few heads turned. I freaking know, he's about 35, isn't he, or something like that. Come in, he did a great job for Liverpool. And yeah. He was a real, without being the club captain, because we already had one, he took on the role of a captain and he looked after all the younger players. And that. But he still has it on the pitch. Is there yeah. someone out there in his 30s who, who can we, bring... We had that in Gareth Barry. Yeah, yeah. Brought Barry in yeah, it. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, on the pitch he was a leader. Um, they, they tried it with Rooney. Yeah. I don't think the club expected Rooney to only last one season. I think the idea, the romantic idea, was for Wayne Rooney to, to finish, finish his, his career, career as yeah. Everton captain. And I think he um, probably wanted that to me. I don't think he yeah. wanted to go over to the States as, as Glamour. Rooney was a good captain last season. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he used to. <coughs> yeah, he, he was. And he, he, he was, he's been captain for Man United, he's been yeah. captain for England. Yeah. So. 
I mean, he, he wasn't open. Maybe mm. the fact that he wasn't made captain at the start of the season was a, was a mistake by Everton because he either took that either took that role on by the yeah. scruff of the neck, wouldn't he? And well, this yeah. su- this summer will be interesting with the Baines and Jagielka being out of contract. It'll be interesting to see if they do just say to Coleman, "Look, you're now the you know the official the captain, club captain," yeah. or but even that, that I mean, w- if if he had no plans for Jagielka and Baines this season, I know Jagielka played the first game. He should have made them. Should just put that in, in in writing from the get go. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think if that's the case, I think you'll hear that before the end of the season. Yeah. Remember when Tim Howard was leaving, and, and we we knew before, and the last few games of the season we knew. I think they'll do something similar to that with with Jagielka yeah. and or Baines. I don't think it's going to be what happens. Osman and Hibbert. Yeah. I think there's been lessons learned from that where they just released them, didn't they, via, yeah. via text message or whatever, yeah. and those two were were quite wronged. Um, going back to, to Tom Davis there, that there was a there was a period where he was wearing the armbands and I personally thought this could be the making of him. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it helped when he was captain before me winning. Hmm. Uh, that that yeah. couldn't help a 20-year-old wearing the captain's uh, armbands. Ju- yeah, Judgey's made the point on a number of occasions that because Everton have a lack of leaders, the way Silver approaches the captaincy at the moment <coughs> is who does he think, given the captain's armbands, will raise their game yeah. the most yeah. and I think Davis was uh, an example of that but mm. did it backfire did you see the best of him I- when he had the armbands on or not we didn't see the worst of him mm. I don't think I think we've we've seen Davis last season I think we've seen a, like a lot of performances where he, he was just under par he didn't even look like a Premier League footballer yeah. did he but he was still continuing to get the chance um, no I, I think making him captain wouldn't it didn't do him any any harm. I mean, being yeah. club captain of a, a team you you yeah. you've played for since you were eight eight nine years old can't do anyone any harm. I can only like do you good. But um, there was something in it, wasn't there? He, he did it expecting some sort some, of re- yeah, hopeful of reaction. Re- re- yeah. Re- yeah, but I mean, <coughs> but I think it's more like a vote of you know faith of the manager mm. in the player. But can you actually see Tom Davis, who isn't a regular starter in your team, being your club captain? No, I can't it's see him. He's not very odd. vocal either. So you want you, you do want your, your captain to be vocal. Yeah. And it's the Scouse Evertonian reason, isn't it? Give yeah. it to him. He knows what it's about. Yeah. And, and let, let's even get 10% out of him. The board. thing is, he's not consistently good enough at that really top level where you can say his performances like drag the team up. You know, like or mm. He leads by example on his performance level. And if he isn't vocal either... You know, is it is it really are you cheapening it a little it bit? It just shows the lack the of leaders. It just highlights exactly. The point. Yeah, you yeah. look around the dressing room and, and like I said before, Teddy Gilfie Sigurdsson was was the captain of the week, and you know, you know my thoughts on Sigurdsson. Not not the his biggest fan, but <laughs> even from the outside looking in, I, I wouldn't say he's you know, he, might, he might have captain Swansea, you know but I don't think he's a, he's a physical you know captain. Sorry, sorry. Um, sorry to cut you off, mate. Saying, do you know who's going to be captain against West Ham? It'll be Coleman, Coleman. Yeah. yeah, Coleman will be starting at right back. It'll be a moose yeah. captain. It, it, it feels to me like he d- Silver walks in the changing room on a Saturday and goes, oh, yeah. which one now? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Coleman again then. Yeah. There's no sort of... Yeah, you can tell he hasn't got a relationship with his captain, which I think every successful club has to have. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's not happening. That, that's the reason that I think we're quite vocal in, 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 in saying we need a leader out there. So is there anyone out there that you would... like? On the market, or that you that you think yeah, I'd like him at Everton, I'd like him to be our captain. I don't know. I think <coughs> the best ones always seem to surprise you. David Weir. We'll talk about David Weir later. But David Weir was a was a great Everton captain. Now yeah. to sign a Scottish twenty nine year old from Hearts, yeah. I don't think any of us thought. You know, he, he's gonna you know skip us to, to Champions League qualification. And he's he's gonna be a rock at the back for us. So mm. I think they're the best ones. I, I think someone at the club has got to have an eye on this though, and it, it's got to yeah, be a better. Can I, can I just say Champions yeah. League qualification? Qualifier. Champions League qualifier. 
finish fourth, sorry. <laughs> and there's the banter and debate. <laughs> um, what about the Leicester striker? What's his name? Vardy. Vardy, yeah. Um, is he a player you could look to bring in? He's about 30, isn't he? He's like I think he's older than that, you know. Is he? I, I think he's, he's old. 31, 32. Yeah. And what Vardy brings, I think he will lose before he reaches the Playing 35, wise. 36. Mm. Yeah, and, and then you're stuck with the Rooney situation where Rooney was... A very good captain for Everton last season. Mm. However, in the midfield, he was getting players run around him, and you were thinking, we've, we've got to take he, him out. He again. seems quite captainish to me. Not in the, I know he can cause a bit of trouble and lose his head. He's a bit hot headed, isn't he? But yeah. he does drive um, the team on from it, yeah. like by his example. You say he? that though, but he was also apparently a big hand in the reason why Ranieri got sacked and stuff oh, because really? he led like a players revolt from the dressing room. So okay. I, I, I don't know whether he. Yeah. It's a tough one, isn't Claude it? Like as well. And Puel, yeah. Rogers, yeah. the first thing Rogers did in his first game was got the Sky TV cameras at full time, put his arm around Vardy. Yeah. There's well, the relationship. Yeah. What I'm trying to think is a player who's about 30 ish. He's a good player who haven't good sign, and he's got that little bit about him, like captain wise. You know, I was saying when <coughs> Terry nipped down to get the pizza, I was saying, like, remember when we signed McAllister? Yeah, you know, yeah. Someone like that they could do. Yeah, yeah. I the thing is, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I don't necessarily think it needs to be someone who's coming towards the end of the career either. We, when we signed Wijnaldum, I don't think anyone would have said that he'd be vice captain mm. material at Liverpool. You know, like when we signed him from Newcastle, he was a player who apparently had sort of. He'd spat his dummy out at Newcastle a little bit, you know, and he, he had a great first half of the season. He didn't have a great second half of the season. Yeah. He was an attacking midfielder. He's playing a completely different position for Liverpool, but he's we come on le- leaps and bounds. You we know, he's matured as a player. We also I mean, signed yeah. a kid from Hull, and he's a not bad captain well, either exactly, for yeah. his country now. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, as I say, they, they are out there, and sometimes, you know... You it needs good scouting, characters, character yeah. assessments, Absolutely, yeah. uh, rather than just... Yeah. To doing on the field, yeah, and it's got to be made a priority in the recruitment, you know. Like, you're absolutely right, yeah. And and if Silver at the moment doesn't feel like he, it, I don't know, the, the way you're saying that he gives it to different players, that to me seems like someone who he doesn't maybe not, not <coughs> respects the wrong word, he doesn't put as much stock in the captaincy as mm. you know, I think a lot of other managers would, you know, identifying as a really crucial sort of decision. Yeah. But if it's Marcel Brands who's doing your recruitment. It needs to be Marcel Brands recognising that. Well, there's the worry because it's Marcel Brands' finger on the pulse of the dressing room. Well, exactly. It's a tough one. It's a really mm. tough. You're tough saying there about managers making you know those decisions priority. David Moyes was really good at that. Yeah. Do you remember Craig? David Moyes' first game, he, he took the armbands off David Weir and gave it to Duncan Ferguson, yeah. didn't he? Because he and he basically said in his in his interview after his Everton career, I just knew I'd get ten more percent out of Ferguson, and I knew the fans would love it. And in turn. There's, there's the first step yeah. in, in winning a game of football and he, and, had, and he had a decent professional in David Weir who could like yeah. understand yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So and then when Ferguson retired and came Phil Neville yeah. identifies it when Phil Neville retired just before Moyes left he identified Phil Jagielka as yeah. the next captain so he, he was on the pulse mm. of what he, what yeah. he needed Moyes he was really good mm. ok then interesting one and the Liverpool question comes from Tom he said are the lads concerned that the Champions League could be a distraction Klopp was asked recently and he kind of laughed it off to the Reds agree I do not think that a Champions League quarter-final, semi-final could be a distraction. Nah. It's I, it, it isn't a distraction, and to be honest, I've, I've said it a couple of times in this podcast, I think us not playing. You made the point a while back, Phil, when we went out to like the, um, the <coughs> FA Cup and stuff and the League Cup that you know our players are going to be cold on the bench and stuff. We're not getting enough games, and I think you can see that. The big breaks, we, layoffs we've had, you know, them big mm. big gaps where we've done the warm weather training, that, they didn't help our cause this in, you know, in this title race at all. Um, I think we need to be playing games at least you know once a week and, and so maybe mm-hmm. even twice a week and big games. Momentum. Because oh, yeah. we kicked on big times, didn't we, last year? You know, with that Champions League run, just 
took that team to another level where it well, filled them with confidence. I think I think it did. Not in the league, we didn't. I was just going to say, but we were already so far behind the league, mate. It was, it was little to play for. Well, last season in between the the Man City home and away games, you had a derby at Goodison, and you threw it. You played Clavin left back. You can't, <laughs> could not do that with the amount of the points that you need. You couldn't do it this season. Yeah, you know? but, but when I, when I say kicked on, I felt the team matured a lot on that Champions League run. Mm. You know, as as a club, I, th- I think we did as well. We sort of realised we belong. You know, like we are a good side. I don't think our league campaign had showed us that showed any of them players that we were. You know, because mm. we were so far behind Man City by that point. It was like, but. Once we started going to these big European teams, you know what I mean, and 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 again, sort of dominating that, we beat City, you know, and then we beat Roma. It's you could see a lot of them players grew, you know, and we've gone into this league campaign off the back of riding that, that wave of, of that, you know, European Cup final. So, I I don't think it is a distraction. I think we need it. I think distractions the wrong word, and I don't disagree with anything you've said. But there's two sides to every story. Um, City have got a stronger c- squad than Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if we if it leads to a crucial injury, then we'll ruin. You know, uh, and it could do. Um, well, it, well, it did last year, didn't it? We lost Lee Chamberlain. We yeah. lost him in the yeah. City game. So, you know, if <laughs> there was another game as well that you went was it West Brom? You went away to and you basically just said we'll just draw this and get out alive. You you weren't prioritising the league games because the priority was navigating yourself to the Champions League well, final. But it had to be at that point. No, we can't do that th- this year. But we we had to do that at that point because, yeah. you know, the best way for us to almost guarantee that we'd be in the Champions League was probably to win it. Mm. You know, we were so far behind in that league campaign. It was, it, you know, it was a, it, it was looking sketchy whether we'd even finish in the top four. So, another I thing that concerns me: you look at City and you say, you know, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and you say the key word is when you're talking about c- uh, teams competing on multiple fronts. Is you go, yeah, look at the squads. Mm. Can you say that about Liverpool? We play the same back f- five and the same front three in every single game without fail. We only rotate one midfielder. So when you talk about, yeah, they've got the squads, they're a Champions League team, you know, squad mm. team. I don't think they'll pull off. And we also play with, you know, quite an intense style, less so this season than last. But, uh, you know, it, it might, it, it, you know, it could be a concern. No, I think you're right to say distraction is the wrong word. Yeah. You know, it could be a hindrance yeah. if we get a bad yeah, injury. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But... For me, you've got you want to, you can't not want to be in no, the Champions God League no, to no. go for the, the league. Uh, you know, it's absolute nonsense talk. Mm. Like to, to say that you'd rather be out to focus on a league campaign. They used to when this question's been asked in the past, I used to say, if you look back historically at teams who have won leagues, they're always in the mix in the Champions League. United yeah. were always there. I'm sure yeah. Barcelona, Real Madrid, they're always winning their leagues. So, however, they so I, I used to think that, that I used to think that history showed. That if you win the league and you're in champion, you know going far in the Champions League doesn't hinder you in the league. However, when we pushed for the league, we seen the benefit of not being in the Champions League. When Leicester won the league, they saw the benefit of not being <coughs> in the Champions League. Did Chelsea then go on to win the league the season after we come close or something? But whoever won it the next season, I don't think they were in the Champions League. And I started to see that actually this is kind of important. Mm. The team with the biggest rest that seems to recently has been. Benefiting well, from the it. amount of English teams who've done that double, you, you count on on, yeah. on one hand. Mm-hmm. United have done it two, twice in the last about twenty years. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, but a lot of that's down to the December schedule, isn't it? Mm. You know, around the Christmas, no one else does that in Europe except us. Like, I'm not obviously it's going to stop, isn't no, it? No, but what Millsy's point is, it's hard to win the Champions League in the Prem. It's hard to do. Well, of course it is, yeah. And but you know, you've got to be wanting to win both. Yeah. And you and you've got to be enjoying the fact that we are now 
Absolutely. Well, as a, both. As yeah. a fan, at on, on, a, on a Tuesday afternoon, and you're going, we've got X on Saturday, but we've got this game first. Are you not thinking as a fan, regardless of being in Champions League, oh, I can do without this, you know, we need Sat- we need to win Saturday? No, and I don't want to, <coughs> I don't want this to sound like sort of arrogance either, but, you know, we did touch lucky on that draw with that yeah. Porto game, you know, I'd, I'd hope that we can get that, the business done in the first the first game there, do you know what I mean? To take yeah. that ease, that pressure, pressure a little bit, because then we're talking two games, really. You know, we we've already banked the, f- the you know the, mm. the quarter final off, off the back of the first leg performance. And mind you, we nearly done that against Roma, but we nearly blew it in the second mm. leg. But it, it 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 it's sort of like you're not talking about a lot more games there. You're not talking about some sort of fixture pile up or crunch. I know mm. Chelsea's coming in between the two Porto legs, so it's a massive, massive game in the context of the league title for mm. us. If we can do what we did to Porto last year, great, but. Do you know, I, I've been meaning to look this up, but from memory, I feel like if you if I had a list of all the teams who've knocked out Liverpool from European competition in the last fifteen years, it would be, you'd be go down that list and you'd be teams like Porto, you know, Benfica, yeah, teams like that. So we, you know, we can't exactly rest on our laurels and say, you know, especially at a quarter final stage. I, I mm. think if they're, yeah. at, they're at that stage anyway, they're all, they're, they deserve to be there, but. I think you still get a. Yeah, I think the you best, get up, the best of. You get up for you get up for City, so don't you? You get up for Real Madrid. Do you get up for Porto? As much? Core, I think Mate, it's I, I, final I don't of the think European anyone. And I tell you now, no one at Anfield, fan or play-wise or manager, is not going to be up for that game. Yeah, but I a think quarter-final Champions League. Of course, you'll be up no for it. No one you can play Barcelona or Man United in the next leg. I think. I, I still think. think yeah, but I know what you're trying to say. I still I think you're not as up for it. No, I think every player at Liverpool. Wants to win that league and wants to win that Champions League. Yeah, of course. Some like Salah <coughs> would rather win the Champions League than the league. Uh, Henderson would probably rather win the league than the Champions. Salah it's said that, didn't he as well? Yeah. He's on record saying yeah. that. Yeah. Did he? Surprises me though. Yeah. He, he, no, he, said he, he said he knows it's important for the, for the, the supporters to win the league and, and he's all up for it. But yeah. to him, it's always been the yeah. European well, the Champions that, League. That, that will be the case, won't it? For you know, for players who yeah. aren't from the, I, from the UK, I think the Champions League, if we're having it right, it is the pinnacle yeah. of, of football, yeah. isn't it? In terms of like who you're playing against, the, the players best players play in the yeah. world. Mm. That's where they all want to be and have the face all over the mm. you know, the final programme. If you, I'm if you hoping can get that's there. lost in translation though, because I think if you would say to Salah no, we said it in English, like what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you want to win this season? He would say the league, and if he didn't say that, I'd be very disappointed. Shows you're out of touch. I think mm. the, the way he said it was really like, respectful. He's no, he he's not yeah. realised the fans want, but yeah. for me personally, it's just always been the Champions yeah. League. It's he said, but if, if, if it was to bring the Liverpool fans more joy, he'd rather win the, the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. the Premier League. He's always been a big, yeah. big. What he's, he's always wanted to well, win the will. Champions League. Yeah. Well, I mean, so getting just to sort of get back to the question, I, it isn't. It, it isn't a hindrance. I ho- I'm hoping it isn't going to harm us. I actually don't think it will. I think we need that momentum and then big games. Mm-hmm. So a little follow-up question there, Teddy. You were saying that it, w- it would be nice to blow Porto away in the first leg and then the second leg's a different sort of animal, if you will. If that happens, will Klopp make wholesale change for the second leg, do you think? Um, wholesale is probably the wrong... I don't think he's going to do like the sort of what we've done against Wolves, yeah. for instance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think he would potentially make changes, yeah. Um <laughs> Marnie, I, I Robertson, Van Dijk on the bench. Oxley Chamberlain, please. No, I, d- I, I think he, he. If we were going to make changes, he'd be Shaqiri, selective maybe. in the areas yeah. that he makes the changes. I don't think he's going to start. I, I don't know whether he'd start dropping Van Dijk and stuff. Well, Robertson's like out for the first I leg, isn't he? So he's yeah. got to make that change anyway. And yeah. 
perhaps he yeah. get the game in the second leg if, if it was out of sight from the first. I, I think yeah. if you win him 5 0, you're mad not to, you're mad not to rest Van Zijk, in my opinion. Yeah, mm. I just don't know whether he will, though. Mm. Van Zijk just cruises around that pitch, though, anyway. It's mm. not as if he like, breaks sweat when he plays. That's a point. Saying that he had to last night. <laughs> a few but, times. Um, I, I, I don't know. I could, I could probably see him resting maybe the likes of maybe a Firmino. Who, who plays a lot of games for Klopp? You know what I mean. He sort of he's always on on the team sheet, isn't he? Maybe Salah. <coughs> I don't know. Um, I I think he'd yeah. be a case of pick the spots though, as opposed to make wholesale changes and then ends up with egg on your face. Well, maybe fifty minutes, pull two off or something, two nil up. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I think if Liverpool were playing Man City in the quarterfinals, I think that's a different mm. because there's there's the chance you get beat against them and then you lose to them in the league and it, it that that can mentally drain you. Mm. Whereas I think Porto. I think you, in your mind, because you are, are the better side on paper, your right foot's in the semi-finals. Yeah. I think that's oh how you think. No, I know. I mean, I'm not. No, I know. It's a sound patronising. I know. I'm aware I know, of I know that. Exactly but what you're saying. Yeah, I think they're the they're the one team who were left in the draw that you could get past in the first leg and you through. Yeah. I Possibly. Maybe Ajax. Possibly. Mm, I don't know. Ajax the way they played against Real Madrid. Yeah, but I that mean, was they, without Ramos, they, but, but, the, the, but I don't think the way Ajax set up was a, was a matter because I thought they were just brilliant. They were just like, it was always two men. Mm. They, I mean, they weren't that good passing-wise, but they were just always, there was always two men on a player at, at every given opportunity. They just mm. didn't give Real Madrid the time of day. Yeah, they suffocated them. They're yeah. young sides and they've got that energy levels, haven't they? But equally, that can backfire because, you know, you can, oh, you can yeah, end yeah. up looking very it naive if you're just running around yeah, like Lewis. It could backfire against a side like Liverpool that yeah. very good on the counter. Yeah. But... So. I think Porto, yeah. yeah. Everyone would have picked them. And also, I think if you listen to Klopp speak, he's just all about the next game and he wants to win every game and stuff. Do you think he ever considers his legacy and thinks, you know, if I get a Premier League one year, then I'm a, I'm a god. And do you reckon that'll ever come into his thinking? Yeah. I d- I d- to be honest, I, I think he's quite a, a humble person. I yeah. don't think he really... He's quite... Yeah. You know, I think he's got... He's got the humility that I don't think he's actually thinking about himself. No. I don't know whether I can necessarily say that at other past managers at Liverpool, where I do think you know it, it let it they maybe let a cloud the judgment a little bit. Yeah. Um, we all know what I'm talking about there. John Joe, but I don't think I don't think Klopp is necessarily of that character. To be honest, I think you know he he, he knows where he'll know where he will be. Mm. In in the pantheon of greats, you know, as mm. Liverpool managers, if he gets us over the line, I don't think he's going to let that maybe cloud the way he approaches it. He approaches things, no. you know, and and if if he was, would we be playing this well more pragmatic style of football under him this season and stuff like that? I don't know. No. I don't know whether we would though at this point now because you'd be thinking I've held them back. I'm on the straight now. Do I let them go? Let them off the leash a little bit, you know, sort of, and we'll. Because there's, there's been instances where you think that we, if we had played the way we played last year, we probably would have blown some teams away, you know, like and made things a lot more comfortable. But we haven't really seen that, have we? He has sort of, you know, kept that same pragmatic yeah, style. He thinks that's how you win the league. That's maybe, why. Maybe, maybe that is why. Yeah. Can you imagine Possibly. looking back at, at four or five years ago and it was Brendan Rodgers who won you the league? It'd be a bit stained, wouldn't it? Looking back, that it was him. Well, don't stare. Me and Terry will have made in a minute if you stay that. Phil's a big fan, you really? know. He's a big I think, he's, I think he's a good manager, but I think he was he's I never gonna get a bigger club than where he was with you. Oh, don't don't push me on it, honestly. I'll, I'll start getting into it. What? Celtic? You're gonna hate me to say that actually. <laughs> don't Basically. push me on this. Oh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't. 
the team fell apart around him, didn't it? And I think he was absolutely doomed. Suarez left, Sturridge got injured, Sterling left, Gerrard was at the end, Carragher was at the end. Take that out of any team and then replace them with the players we replaced them with, which maybe was down to him because he couldn't attract the players. Fair enough, I'll give him that. But the team fell apart around him and he was doomed. Would it be fair of me to say that he wasn't strong enough to challenge the, the transfer committee and that was his downfall? Maybe. Maybe yeah, possibly because it was it, it was just a, it was a confluence of a number of things, wasn't it? He well, was he a young manager who's, who's who came with an idea, and then he didn't quite maybe have enough confidence that he he knew enough, and they were still naive as owners as well. They had the transfer committee installed above him, which, as you say, did he challenge that enough? I don't know. Well, didn't he only get that job because he agreed to the transfer committee? Yeah, yeah, there was, was, room, yeah. there was the rumors about yeah. Martinez having the interview, and he didn't. He didn't he, well, want that yeah, because well, it's weird because Rogers refused the director of football, but then ended up getting the transfer committee, you know, ahead of him. So I don't know. It, there's a number of things, and, and there's a few bizarre signs that summer as well, wasn't there? There was, and after, after that, have you ever seen him on, on, on goals on Sunday? Rogers, there's a clip, and his post Liverpool yeah, second, uh, and they ask him about it. The Bal- Balotelli was one, and he said, "Look, be honest with you, he we was, he was nowhere near my list of who I wanted." But when your boss is coming to you, no, and he we said, "We think you can coach him," and about think, five then you've got to say, "Yeah." He had about well. five people on that list. They all pied Liverpool. Or they was whatever. We couldn't get them. And then it was like, "Well, freaking hell, there's Balotelli there for 14 mil." What do you reckon? It was like, <laughs> it was Balotelli or Eto, wasn't it? Was it? The thing is, the thing is, same shoe shoes on on the other foot. Would Jurgen Klopp take that? Because we didn't get Van Dijk, and he everyone yeah. was screaming out for us to go and get a centre half because we were desperate. Yeah, and he just went no. You waited, yeah. didn't you? I'm waiting. There's a big difference. So, at, you know, that's where the, the the confidence of the manager matters, and that's where having a track record. You know, we've talked about it with Silva. Mm. Having a track record buys you a lot of that respect, where you can say. Well, no, I won't just swallow who you're giving me. You know, so I, I, I do think the job came too early for Rodgers, mm. and he tried his hardest to sort of, you know, show that he was fit for it. But he just wasn't experience mm. or, you know, sort of confidence-wise and, and level of, you know, character. Yeah. I don't think he was. Do Whether you know, he will be at he, some point, he, yeah, would he be ready now? Do you think? Or? Do you know what? Though? Tremendous character. No. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd look back on winning that league in 2014 with a tarnish because it was no. definitely not and to be fair to him regardless of what Jürgen Klopp's doing that is the most attractive brand of football I've ever seen in my life that, that season so that everyone yeah that Rodgers that second half of that season he's, he's unbelievable, unbelievable yeah, yeah so so like 14 I games one on the start or something 14, 15 mm. games I think, yeah, I think it would have been if, if they won the league they would have had to win it would have been the 14 games yeah. it wasn't quite 14 that but it, it would have been the first team to ever to do, do that because even Arsenal's invincibles but they were drawn in some drawn, of their games yeah, but they yeah. would have been the first team to actually go and win yeah, it we lost one like that. I think it was like 14 out of the last 15 or 13 out of the last 14 or something like that it was and we need, we need. I think we only lost one. Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Shows you how, how tight that, that Chelsea, league. Two against Palace. Just shows you how tight it is up there. We, we were talking. Me and Terry had a conversation on uh, over the weekends over a few beers, talking football. And I said to Terry, "It's crazy to think that you were seven points ahead. It, it <laughs> could have been ten. You've only lost one game and you've been pulled back. Mm. That's how tight it is. You've only lost one and the lead's gone." Yeah, but yeah, well this is it against this Man City juggernaut. There's just no margin for error. You yeah. can't because. If they slip up, they don't draw. They've been beat, but then they win all the others, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like... It's interesting now with them, isn't it? Because a draw to them is like a defeat. So you might find them in the last 10 minutes of games, if they're drawing, they're going to go gung-ho and maybe get caught, or they might have to maybe start trying to win games in the first half. Yeah, but that, and that, you know, we talked about it, haven't we? That's, that's what you need to do. It's that level of adventure that you need to, if you're going to win this league, because, as I say, you, you can bank three draws 
you know, they get beaten one game and win the other two by going for it. Yeah. Unlucky, because yeah. you're well behind. You know, so yeah. it's like yeah. that's 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 the thing. It's just it's just a relentless machine, that city team. And you know, we talked about it, didn't we, last week? <laughs> we could end up putting ninety five points on the board or something here and, and you know, and still be saying like we haven't won it. That 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 just shows the level of competition that we're in. And just to even still be in it now, it's just you know what I mean? That, that that's all you can ask for. And Keep mm-hmm. it going. It is all you can ask for. Cops gone on record and said, "It's not why people are getting so excited. This is the first title race we're going to be in, not the last." So he's thinking of it like that, and it's hard not to get caught up in the moment. But as Terry said, I urge everyone to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, we're getting back to our title challenge. But first, we've got Everton. I've got a, a big game. Well, first, I want to say that the just sorry, the dough delivery man has become my favourite person. <laughs> in the, yeah. the salt and pepper chicken from dough is unbelievable. Go and check it out at dowliverpool.co.uk and they're also on a Just Eat app. Just search. I don't Dough know Liverpool. why we're getting two fla- two different flavours anymore. I don't why know. are we just looking at two of them? Let's just get four salt and pepper chicken pieces <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah, we've got a game Saturday. We play away at West Ham before the Reds play on Sunday. Craig, start with start with you. Um, any changes you'd like to see to the team, or are you happy with the Charlison, Calvert, Lewin, Bernard as the three, and then yeah, Gomez I mean back I in there? I just want to see us play the way we did in the second half against Chelsea. I mm. thought we didn't make a change at half time, which we were we were probably crying out for. We wanted us to make a change because yeah. we were so lacklustre. It's just a, a right attitude. Second half, that's what you want from the get go against a West Ham side whose form is very very much the same as ours. They're a very indifferent side. Mm. Um, they had a crazy result against um, Bournemouth. Didn't it was a Bournemouth they were playing. Uh, Huddersfield. Huddersfield yeah, yeah, they were three ones on and one four three. One four three. Yeah, yeah they, and but conceding against the Huddersfield side, they don't score. But they were getting booed. Yeah. But Huddersfield made a three. Made a three one. The whole stadium were booing and leaving. They, their yeah. fans are sort of on a knife edge themselves well, of, of they're what they're they like, think is acceptable. They like that anyway, aren't they? they, yeah. they, they, they just, they're a bit like Everton. The fact yeah. that they will turn against the uh, yeah, get fed up quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah, difficult I'll to play a team like that, though, isn't it? With, with, with that atmosphere as well, because yeah. it could work for you. But all of a sudden, when when it went three two and three three, Huddersfield crumbled. Yeah. I, I could see the, the lack of characters in our team. I could see it happening to us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I, th- I think the s- the selection that that we're after is probably the selection we did start against um, Chelsea. I don't think there'll be any changes, to be honest. Mm. Whether oh, perhaps Dean yeah, being injured, then the the return of Leighton Baines. But I I think it'll be like for like. Myself yeah. against um, against West Ham. I think I think we can go there and, and definitely win, but I think it's very important for us to to basically not let them in the, in the game in the first half because reflecting on the on the game they had there against Huddersfield, as, as soon as they seem to get a bit of momentum, they've got players in that can hurt you. Felipe Anderson's up, uh, yeah, Mark Anotovic, um, yeah. who's the one midfield they've got? This, this Lanzini's back fit again now. Yeah. They've just got players who, oh, when, they, when when they start getting that yeah, press and getting that momentum, you're in trouble. They've got a good scene. They've, yeah. they've got players who can't hurt yet. It's just getting them all playing together. The yeah, well. they've got play, but it's it's getting them all playing together. And they've like I say, that the form is very indifferent. It's very much like Everton. Yeah, the last five games there, they, they, they won Huddersfield four uh, three. They lost at Cardiff, which is you know embarrassing for anyone. They, they beat Newcastle at home. Uh, lost at City, which which isn't embarrassing. Um, They'd be Fulham, of Fulham at home. So they've, they've won nah. three of the three of the yeah. last five, but they've lost the other two. There's no yeah. draws in there. So th- that yeah, shows you their mentality. Yeah. It's win or lose for them, isn't but it? It's win, lose, win, lose, yeah. win. Hopefully the next one's lose. <laughs> Hopefully that's the pattern. It's the home games that they're winning as well, isn't it? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Well, mm. they've, they've done us at Goodison, but... But then you've made the point that you were... Used, well, I think it was last week when we were saying it, that you're probably a better side away, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, referring to that game at Goodison, they had John Blenko, didn't they? Yeah. And he played it off the park, and yeah, he, he's yeah. got a really bad injury, but... The, but 
yeah, you're right in what you're saying, Terry. But I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe maybe change things around a little bit. You know, mm. I, I'm, I'm always on the show calling for you know adapting to to, to each opposition. I, I think based on you know I was having a good second half against Chelsea, and I can see why you would say let's keep that. But I think I don't know. I, I, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing maybe. There'll possibly be the return of Zuma, won't there? Yeah, Zuma. Will, I think Zuma will come back in, but. Oh, actually, Willie, you, you and Judgey last week were saying how can oh you yeah. break that, that pair yeah. up? But then, if Zuma's been our best best defender, does he then go three at the back to accommodate all, all three? He, he may do with the um, for protection for Baines, mightn't he? Mm. Because um, Baines has been yeah, well getting up and down yeah, is obviously yeah. going to be a bit, bit yeah. of a so bigger ask for him. But he might he might even do that. But the thing is, you lose anything elsewhere in the team if you do do that because you know that they're, they're a big physical side, aren't they, West Ham? You you're possibly I mean? you're losing your wingers, aren't you? You're mm. losing the Charleston and Bernard on the on the wing if you if you do that. I'd I'd like I'd like to see the same side, possibly against uh, that we played against Chelsea to play against West West Ham. What about the the, the Schneider and v Gomez debate? Would you just stick with Gomez now, or do you think away games in particular there's a place for Schneider in the seventeen? At yeah. least till the end of the season. Uh, I know I'd stick with Gomez. I think I, you just want to see Gomez return to the type of form that he had when he first he yeah. first started playing you want to you want to see that that class. but like are you picking a team based on what you what you hope for or what you're looking at you know well what yeah well, well. that's why i'm saying is the argument that Don't we can yeah. maybe go to a team like west ham we've got great attacking players and yeah. say look you're not getting it near his first half and then we're going to look at luckman gomez when you're tired yeah but i mean you run the risk then of snidlin whose form when he's played for everton's been very very yeah. indifferent, and he could get caught out in the first ten minutes, and then yeah. his, egg, his egg goes snarling. If yeah. he's having a poor 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 half, his, his head will just go, and he'll yeah. just get mauled off. Yeah. I'd I'd prefer to see Gomez because he's got that bit of class. He can he can create. And I think Gomez of of latest give guy the freedom to 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 move forward and and be more more of an attacking mm. threat from midfield. I think guy he. he Seemingly enjoys playing with Andre Gomez. There's yeah. an argument that Sigurdsson and Gomez haven't really got the, you know, the best relationship on the pitch where they don't seem to play well together. Sigurdsson yeah. has had his best form forever in this season when Gomez was out, and then yeah. Gomez seemed to come in of his best form and then, then tails off. Yeah. I think Garner's the opposite. Garner loves playing with Gomez. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, I think we've seen since I said it last week. We've seen since Christmas a different type of player in guy. Yeah. He was always the sideways five yards breaking up play, but I think mm. he's brought the like an attacking. Force into his Me- play. Megan Carter players do the week. Well, well, yeah, that, that's not even that. Exa- he's done that in a lot of games. He's he's like drove forwards. I think mm. that's the type of player he wants to be. I think sometimes he's been directed to play a, the way he does. Like his strengths are tackling, yeah. breaking up play. Yeah. But I think he has got that in him to to want to go forward. Granted, the shooting's not, not up to mm. t- up so much, but I think he has got that type of like play in him. To 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 want to be box to box type of midfielder. Yeah, I, I mean talking there about possibly going three at the back. I know, I know me and you probably agree on that we we wouldn't probably do that. But if we did, who would you think he'd, he'd bring out? Would it would it be Gomez then, or, or would I it be Sigurdsson? No, I think it'd be Bernard. Do you I think, think he'd take Bernard out and probably put accommodate Sigurdsson on on the left or the right? Mm. I think that's what. Oh, well, he, I reckon that's what he'd do. Yeah, I think he'd take Bernard. Out. I think he's an easy option to take out for a manager. He's not putting Sigurdsson on the wing though. That's what Koeman did, was it? Yeah, I'd, yeah. I think that's mm. what he'd do. I think that's just the easy option. Sometimes, what, 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 like, what would you want from him from there? Whipping balls in or cutting in and shooting and stuff? Uh, well, we wouldn't want. We wouldn't want it. There. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't want. Not we what want you do. No, yeah. we want. He, he was he was signed to play there by Ronald Koeman. Yeah, because we were going to bring Olivier Giroud in as well. Yeah. So you could sort of see 
what he was trying to do. He had, he had yeah. Rooney off Giroud and, and yeah. Sigurdsson on, on the left, and you could see what he was what he was hoping to do with that. Mm. Um, it's, for me, it's, it's such an indifferent game because I, I've seen he, only last week I've seen both sides of Everton. And I don't know what I'm going to get at the minute. Nah, well, we we could co- we could go in a half time three 0 down, or we could go in three 0 up. Yeah. I just don't know. No, Match up and down the country, we'll be we'll be leaving that one off the accumulator, won't we? So yeah, one hundred percent. Well, Craig predictions: West Ham versus Everton. Same prediction I do every week. <laughs> T one, T one to West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, both, both, both teams to score. Everton to win two one. Yeah. Okay. Moving, moving, on, moving on to. I'll put that on me, Acha. <laughs> In fact, yeah. b- before before we do move on to your game Sunday, I just want to say last week on the website across the park podcast.co.uk, we didn't have the articles, the view from the blue side or the red side, and that was due to being. International uh, international weekend. They'll be back this week. They're going to be on on Friday on www.acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. But uh, Sunday, this is. I would mm. listen as a blue. Look at your fixture list, and I'll be open and saying that yep. I, I don't want you to win the league. There's, there was two games that stood out to me: Tottenham and Chelsea. There's the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be tough, Phil. Yeah, it will be. I mean, Spurs are a, a brilliant team. They're not in the best form in the Premier League. Um, they've been getting win- some impressive wins in the Champions League, but in the Premier League, they're not in the best form. And, you know, there'll be Man City eyes on this game. There'll be Everton eyes on this game. The Reds seeing it in the fixture list as we scroll down, you know, mm. with, uh, with our own eyes. And so it's a big one. Um, I think I feel like it's come at the right time with, with Tottenham in, in, in poor form. Some of their results lately have not been the best. Um, they've, they've lost four the last... Is it last five? Yeah, they've lost, lost mm. at Burnley, lost Chelsea. Uh, oh sorry, a draw with Arsenal. Um, and then Southampton, they lost as well. It's, it's been only away games. Yeah, it's been away games, isn't it? Yeah. But they've been pulled back in, haven't they, Tottenham? With the fourth and fifth place yeah, teams now looking yeah. like they're the ones to catch. Yeah. They've been like a drop like a stone, if you will. Mm. Yeah, but you've seen what the, the impact of them going out to them cup competitions had on you know on their team. It's oh, it, it knocked them big times, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, they were in four competitions and then within a week I think they were, they were <laughs> down to two and then you know the, the, it, it did knock them, you know, and you can see that in the in the results that they've been racking up there. I mean Getting beat by Burnley, you wouldn't expect that from from Tottenham, would you? No. Southampton, well, Southampton, you know, we've got to play them as well after after Spurs. With the, you know, they're not an easy proposition. Southampton, yeah. same yeah. again, please. Same. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them playing well, hasn't he? Hassan, or however you say his name, but um, but you know, the Chelsea one and and then the Arsenal draw, it's it's a, it's a mixed bag, isn't it? And as you say, that it does feel like they're sort of almost a bit like us last year, racking up good good results in in the Champions League, and then not you know a bit mixed bag in, in the sort of league. Um, I wonder if Tottenham are going to be looking at this game as a sort of chance to, to beat one of the big two and show the country like we are part sure. of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be well, desperate to do that, to reassert themselves. They you need know. to win. To they, like they do need to win it, um, obviously, for, you know, to, to sort of cement you know, Champions League qualification for themselves next year. Yeah. They, they, they do need to post some points on the table against us, but I think they will definitely have that in their head. They They... Even though they're no, no longer title challengers, they've got a massive part to play in this title race because they've got yeah. to play us and City. So they're looking at this as, you know, we, we want to sort of spoil their party a little bit. Mm. They, they, you know, they make no, no mistake about it. They're going to come fired up for it against us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Spurs' record at Anfield hasn't been great, you know, over the last the last couple of years. So, I don't know. It, it was it last year they got the, the, the penalty at the end? Yeah, it was 2-2. Yeah, it's... Prior to that, you know, the, I think you've got to go back years, you know, mm. before, before they the, the got any any wins at Anfield. But I think they've got a few a few in, they've got a few injuries, haven't they? Uh, I think Aurea, you know, Serge Aurea, oh, he's yeah, been playing yeah. playing right back. He's he's got injured on international duty, I think, for the Ivory Coast. Um, so I don't think he's available. Trippier, I think, 
I don't know whether he did he play for England or or he's due, he's he's due back from from an injury. I think he so could be playing tonight. I yeah. got the team news on the way, and I'm sure he's. Mm. So, so you know, it's, it's risky, isn't it, to, to play a game well, exactly. away from England and then go and play another big game at the weekend? Yeah, for especially any, when, he, when he's being out. So, you know, that's that's not going to do them any favors if they've got you know key players on, on in that position. Especially when you think that Marnie's on fire at the moment. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? And and you've got Trippier who's going to be coming back from an injury, and and Aria who's been playing for them, who, who's now out. So. Mm. I think that's an important possible development for us, you know, yeah, given, given the form that Marnie's in. It'd be area for, for us to target, for sure. How, how will you approach this game? How will Jürgen Klopp approach it? Will it be blow Tottenham away in the first half or will it be more <laughs> of a sort of game, of game of chess, if you will? I, 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 I honestly, at this point, I, I, I struggle to second-guess what, what we're going to do. Well, um, well, it possibly de- depends on the Man City results. Yeah. How no. you things. No, I, I don't think... When you say, do you expect Liverpool to blow Tottenham away in the first half? Or, or at least att- attempt to. Attempt to. to yeah. That's, yeah, that's the point I'm getting at, though. The words attempt, what does that mean? Does that mean go all at, go all out attack? Because if that's the question, then they absolutely won't because no. he hasn't done it once no. this season. Well, I, I, I actually think he might if, if Man City go into their game. Are they playing Saturday? I think they are playing Saturday, yeah. If and they go into their game and they, they win convincingly, they go two points ahead, <coughs> there's... N- Liverpool will go for that game, 100%. We won't go for it in the sense that we um, press high and we commit men forward more than normal. But that worked we at, that worked we at Wembley it. against them, didn't they? You just, play, you just pressed... We did play with more high intensity, and it's in- interesting because Keita played... That, I'm right in thinking he started that game. Why not so Milner and Keita be played in, in the midfield against yeah, so And you just were very good that game. Mm. We were, but I, can't, I, can't, I honestly can't see Klopp going, going back to that midfield if I'm honest um, City do play they play half 12 um, on Saturday against Fulham um, so they're playing before us um, I, I, I'm with Phil really I don't think I don't think we're going to see Klopp sort of take the shackles off them and say you know let's try and get this done early um, against Spurs I think it will we will possibly start a little bit cagey I think again what I'm saying is when, when I say I can't second guess the way we're going we're gonna to approach <coughs> it it's the midfield question for me. It's what midfield do we go with there when you've got potentially Henderson fit, Wijnaldum fit, Fabinho fit, Milner fit, um, Lalana mm. is fit. Cater and Shakiri. Cater and Shakiri. I don't think they'll start, but I think it's going to be a really interesting one to see will he go back to that tried and trusted three that he seems to like in the big games that you know what we've said. Drop Fabinho. I, I I don't know. I, it, or, I don't think he off Fabinho, will he? I, I I just don't know. Like, I. I I think it'd be it'd be odd to see Henderson. I think if he is fully fit, we're playing Spurs at Anfield in a must-win game in a title race. I don't, I, I, I can't see Klopp not playing him. Um, to be, if I'm honest, I, so I, I, I don't know. What, what, what would you? <sighs> like you said, it, it is hard to guess what Klopp's going to do. What would I do? Um, well, we all we were all furious when we played Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Fabinho because we all said it's three defensive mids and. I wouldn't go with that. I don't think there's any need to go with that. Um, I just keep saying Milner because it, it feels like he's the balance, doesn't it? It just yeah. feels like, you know... <coughs> um, the thing is, when, 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 sorry, when Klopp does start going in with them three defensive mids and you know he wants to be solid, I still think You've got you're better playing Milner, Milner I mean. yeah. because he's got that tenacity, hasn't he? And he's yeah. got that, that aggression and he's solid in the tackle as well as good... You know, he does offer us some bits going forward as well. You know, yeah, he I think he pushes Liverpool 10 yards up the pitch as well. Mm. Um, you know, by I always say it, he presses the defenders better than anyone else. Um, although Alana gives you a bit of that, but I think Milner's probably the best at it. Um, Alana, 
I was going to um, say, Lallana, he's featured in the last two domestic games now, hasn't he? And arguably played well. Yeah, not arguably. He played great in well, the first game. In the first the one, se- second, second one. game, uh, I think it was so less so. so. Yeah, less so, yeah. Um, he was part of the move for the first goal, wasn't he, at home? He had a little role in there. He was all right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there, was, there wasn't a lot else output. Mm. You know, and I, I don't think anyone is under the impression that that second game that he played, you know, the game against Fulham was anywhere near the level of, you know, what he what he put in at Anfield against Burnley. What, I've, what I keep saying about Lallana is um, Liverpool fans have got to realise what he's there to do. That's where, that's where, because I've been debating this with everyone for months and all that, and I've finally reali- realised what's going on here, is that people are expecting something different of Alana than what I am. And it's fair enough if that's your expectation of him, but you know the way you're kind of saying there, Terry, it's kind of, you play Milner for a bit more attack and attempt, get your 10 mile yards further up the pitch, but you don't lose much in behind and that, but you're not expecting Milner to go and ping a 30 yard, or even play a cute one-two with Mane, you're not expecting that really, so... I think Alana's much similar to that, but less RLS, but maybe a bit more one-two in and around the box. So, you know, there's the argument for Alana. Take it or leave it, you know mm. what I mean? But I think, you know, Milner seems to be the more... We know what we're getting. Absolutely know what... You don't know what you're getting with Alana of late. You know what you're getting with Milner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's 100%. It's intelligence. It's, it's that wily old fox. He's streetwise. You'll get the work rate, and, and you know, and he's on he's on the pitch for pens if you get one. Yeah, he's that's important. No set pieces, big pens, because <coughs> they're all massive pens now at this stage. Um, so yeah, so I would t- I would tip the n- you know the nod towards Milner. Now, how would you feel then if it was Cater? Uh, at this point now, I I, I don't you know cold. coming back off an injury yeah, and he hasn't been he hasn't been playing games. I don't I don't think I start him. Doesn't matter. Like the, his pr- horses for courses argument doesn't come into this for no, you at the minute. No, just not too cold. He's, yeah, that's it. He's just uh, he just hasn't featured enough, you know, of, of late. So I, I just can't see how how you'd bring him in and start him in that game. I I maybe use him, bring him on. I think more interestingly is pick two out of Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum. Well, I, I've talked about this, so I think we even we've even disagreed on it, Terry. So let's let's do it. Um, I've, I've highlighted Wijnaldum as being. The games are getting a bit longer go away now, so it's difficult to go back on it. But I remember saying at the time there was th- three, in my opinion, pretty poor games from Fabinho by hit uh, Wijnaldum by his own standards. I just felt like he didn't do anything. The I thing is, well, just to counter that point, because I know what you're saying, he hasn't played in the same position in all three of them games. In two of them, he's played as a more advanced midfielder. So I don't think he did. Who? United. Everton certainly a, an advanced midfielder, well, not advanced, but he was—he definitely wasn't a flat holder with alongside in, in the but same way that he is when he's with Fabinho. I, I, I just don't. He, he was asked to do more going forward. So, I'm, but do you know when Henderson plays there and he doesn't contribute that much going forward? No one says that then. No one says, well, he was asked to do more going forward. He was saying, why didn't he do more going forward? That's what they always say about Henderson. So, what, why are you giving the pass to Genie? It? it isn't a pass. It's just it. it in his b- and his at his best for Liverpool this season, he's been a proper number six. I think the base of a three at his best. Um, not necessarily. I think he's been absolutely fine alongside Fabinho. Mm. Of late, maybe you can make the argument that he's looked a tiny bit jaded or tired. But I d- he's I played I a lot of games this season. He has played he? a lot of games this season, but you know, there's been some big breaks now in between our games and stuff. And yeah. you know, he's, he's played for Holland. He's played for the Netherlands there, though. I think yeah, um, yeah. I would. Do you know what? On form. And every nearly every single Liverpool team listening to this is going to disagree with me, but I think I'd give Henderson a nod. I've tried to give a chance to Wijnaldum, and I haven't really seen him pick it up. And I think it's been maybe five games now. And who's the better player, Wijnaldum? 
you know, and he's been incredible this season. But for me, I think Wijnaldum's form stepped a bit. I think I rate Henderson higher than most. Um, and I think Wijnaldum and Henderson, what job are you asking of them? What job are you asking of them, Terry? Because if you're asking, you know, what are you lacking by playing Henderson? It's Spurs, don't forget. So what do you want from your double six? Well, what I want is the midfield that we saw at home against Wofford, against the powerful, you know, Wofford midfield. We played Henderson, uh, sorry, Wijnaldum, Fabinho and Milner. And that midfield mm-hmm. looked dynamic for me. It was. It looked solid where it needed to be solid. It looked like it had forward balls in some of the passing that Fabinho does, you know, where he clips it in behind and stuff where it was needed. And then you've got Milner on the pitch as well, who's offering that, as we said before, t- yeah. tenacity and so stuff. Now, I, I personally, personally, don't really want to see us drop Wijnaldum to play Henderson. But I think if you're going to put Henderson in the team, that is the move that you'd have to make because yeah, I think Henderson will play better alongside Fabinho than he does alongside Wijnaldum. I just think Wijnaldum is still a better option for me in that midfield than, than Henderson. One of the criticisms I, point out, I pointed out to you about that point of view when we were discussing it privately was that I agree that that's the ideal mid-three on a given day, but I feel like by you saying that all the time, it's kind of insulates Wijnaldum or all three of them players position in the team because it's like regardless of how their form is you just keep saying that that's yeah, the best mid three that's the best three that's the best three their like fo- form their has form to matter in, in your eyes because I, I'm not seeing that same okay. like massive dip in form that Wijn- that from Wijnaldum what you're making out of and you know I, I'll temper that with I'm also not seeing some Absolutely yeah. astonishing centre mid performance from Henderson either way. I'm like, pretty good ones though, hasn't there's been one or two, one or two from the outside looking in. I, d- I didn't think the original albums had a bad, bad run of Not form. bad, and but the thing is, so what are, you, what are you expecting from him last season? Right, I used to say when criticism was coming towards Wayne Alden, I said, Yeah, but you know what, he still does nothing wrong, he never gives it away, he's not playing badly, and everyone's like, Yeah, but he's not doing nothing now, he's not doing nothing. But no one's saying that no, anymore. It's, it's just like people's opinions. No, 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 no. It's just like because you're, saying, like you're, you're saying he's not doing nothing. The difference is he's now playing as a whole midfielder, so he's naturally become a bit more of a player that it, not everything's going through. When he was playing last season, he wasn't playing as a whole midfielder. So he's on show. There's a lot that's got to go through him creativity-wise. And when we were going away from home, mm. you weren't seeing that. Now, he, when he's a whole midfielder for Liverpool now, that is his position. And in that whole midfield role... I think that's a pass to him, Terry, as it well. It isn't. It is, because you're just not asking enough of him. He's playing as a double six. We can't have both them people expected to do nothing going forward and be okay with that. But they don't do nothing going forward, though, do they? It's just that it, it... Yeah, but when he doesn't, when he what does have a game where he does nothing, you're saying, forward? well, that's not his job. This Which is, is what thing. I say in, about in Henderson. In your mind, Henderson plays these, like, ridiculous balls forward I think he's a great diagonal doesn't. passer, and I said it, and everyone was laughing. And then He, he played fi- one. He played first one. time he got the ball, he done it. He, like, yeah. he played one, and then the first time he couldn't about the wait to get on the Devin. text. <laughs> the pass against Everton. That put Salah through. Yeah, yeah that was, was a great one. It was a great ball. I, I don't think that's out of character for Henderson. I, I don't think. think he does it anywhere near as much as you're making out. Like He does it like in the way that Gerrard used to do it for us and stuff. Like, yeah, or he's Alonso got a nice diagonal. My point was, he's got a nice diagonal. He's probably the best passer in that midfield. I can smell a t-shirt. He's got a nice diagonal. Either way, you know, I don't, I don't want to get bogged. I mean, we have it all the time, me, yeah. me and you, on this one. I don't yeah. want to get bogged down, but it's I think li- it was a little bit like the uh, Millsy Judgey argument that one. <laughs> it's, it's, we finally got it's them. a continual sort of bone of contention between me and Phil, but I, I, I still don't think. Have we, have we said what three, what three do you want to play against Spurs? In the oh middle. Oh God. Okay. Well, obviously it's Fabinho, 
He's going to he's going to say which dollars the video. I want, I, want, <laughs> I want Milner, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Henderson on form. Sorry, I am, and I wouldn't have that. That wouldn't be my midfield three if I didn't base it on form. But I do think why not? I th- and it's all for his own good and for the and for the sake of our running that we've got coming up and all that. I, I think, I, I think I, he I just I wants a ball. I want our best players <laughs> on the pitch. Sorry. I want our best players on the pitch in this Spurs game at home. And our best three, for me, is the three that we saw against Watford. Wijnaldum. So I'm seeing Wijnaldum, Fabinho and Milner as my three in the middle. And then I think everything else is won't be as much of a muchness, isn't it? Like, yeah. we don't really need to talk about anything else. No. I won't position be wise. Well, well, it's it's interesting we listening to, sorry, Craig, so listen no. to these, but the midfield arguments. I think one of the things that you, I think you may have said a couple of times that you are missing something in that sort of maybe number 10 role. I think you said that you had to go to and showed us too much respect. They went to Manchester United, maybe it's very similar, showed them too much respect. Is this not a game, Tottenham? A very good team, very good defensively, that you need something different now to go and beat them. This isn't Burnley at home, this is this is Tottenham. Yeah, well, but the thing is... It we do not play a Keita or a Shaqiri or even Lalana to a lesser effect as someone who's going to sort of look look forward first. First, first I, thought I, is going I honestly forward. think, I don't that, think, I think we, we that will depend on the Man City results. I think he might have to that change. That makes sense, Craig, but it's not... It's not um, a reflection on Cop's mindset or how, how he looks or what he says, what he does. So like, it makes sense tactically, and I understand the point and all that. But it just Cop Cop hasn't shown us that he's willing to do that. His approach, I talked so about, do you think is cautious. Uh, cautious. We'll be cautious and yeah, hope. Yeah. Like and that's how we've had other opportunities to pull away and open gaps up and stuff. He hasn't really, you know, he hasn't really seized them, has he? You know, and yeah, we got interviewed in a post-match press conference after the Evan game, and he was saying like. All, no, the journal, <laughs> all the journals were hinting that, like, oh, why did you go so defensive? And that's what he said. He was like, listen, why are all everyone in this room losing the bottle? We're in a title race, and you all of a sudden you want me to do something very differently to what we've been doing. He's like, I'm not going to change. This is why we're here, and this is why we're going to be there come the end of the season. So he hasn't said, yeah, no, I agree. We should have been more attacking there. I just can't see it. And Millsy, you've just said there, the, the, this is a team that, you know, it's a better team. They demands more respect, not less. Mm-hmm. So... That's why I'm thinking it is now the time to, to look at that game and go, I'm going to have to play a Shaqiri or, or a Keita because I, I need someone there who's, who's going to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's coming at it from a point of view of not getting beat first and foremost. Not getting beat first and foremost. And what what do you, what what in your mind are we, are we missing there creativity-wise when we went and took, absolutely took Watford apart at Anfield? You know, like, and literally Demarson was probably our best performance mm. in, in this calendar year anyway, 2019. So... I I don't really think that we lose anything in, in the midfield if we're playing Wijnaldum, Fabinho and Milner because we absolutely demolish Watford. And like, granted, they played a diamond which left them a bit exposed and stuff, but they're a big physical team I and a good team. I understand Millsy's point. No, he's talking about that player who can unlock the door with, with doors that are tighter closed. Which on, on some instant match reactions and on some shows in the week here, he's indicated you were missing. Yeah, and look, it may transpire at the end of the season that we were lacking that player this year, but I guarantee you it was the Ox. Yeah, and we haven't got him, so we've got to try and find solutions. And and the, and the, and the absolute beauty of the Ox is, when we do play at Shakiri or Akita, we've discussed like the tactical ineptness of those two players a little bit. The Ox has got that, but he's also got that drive. You know, he's very direct. He can ping, he can shoot. He's but he's the only person that's this team who fancies to score a goal yeah. from thirty yards. We are missing that. So, yeah. so what Liverpool have done is. And this is a cop decision. He's gone. This front three in the midfield are going to be solid. 
the most attacking player of that front three is actually still going to be solid. We're not going to ask that much of them going forward, but we're going to put a lot of pressure on Trent and, and Robertson to, to get mm-hmm. in. And then we've got five players in attack, five very good players in attack, without including any of them midfield three. They're very solid. They cover the back. That's why we've got the best defence in possibly Europe. And that's that's the game plan. That's what we're doing this year. Yeah, I, and I, I can't see him really doing anything different. You know, and, you know, all the big games, away, away especially, but all the big games... <coughs> There's been a bit more, as Phil said, like a you know a solid midfield as opposed to a you know let's throw caution to the wind and and mm. and, and go and play Yakita or Shakiris or whatever. I can't see him changing that for this game. I don't want him to change that for this game. You know, I've, I've called for it in, the, in in the past. I think it was the Man U game that I said him. I possibly you know would have liked him to see in the three that he normally plays in the Champions League away, so Milner, Henderson, and Wijnaldum or or whatever, because I understood the point in the Man U game away. Um, mm-hmm. But at home against Spurs, I think you know, I I think we're getting more than enough out of that midfield. Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and, and and Milner for me, and you know, I I sort of say that I wouldn't want to see Henderson ahead of Wijnaldum. But if we play Fabinho, Henderson, and, and Milner, I don't think I'd be distraught either because mm-hmm. what I be don't want to see is Henderson and Milner, uh, Henderson and Wijnaldum. Okay. Because I just don't think it, it it really works. I don't think either of them complement each other. I think it, we've seen last season on many occasions that. Can work. Uh, you've people always say in them biggest games they're talking about the European Cup final and stuff. When you say it didn't work, freaking out. On, on a lot of occasions it has worked as well. It, it just hasn't really a way. Are you gutted? Are you gutted? Are you gutted? Are you gutted? Yeah, gutted. No, gutted's the wrong word. You know, I'm gutted. Sense of dread. Sense of dread. I'd struggle to understand it. I think you'd be gutted if over the course of the season. Yeah, ahead of I would be gutted then. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's going to be tough for you now. I, I don't think you're going to win on Sunday. I think it's. Re- I well, think he's underestimating. Uh, Tottenham are very good. I don't think they'll win, honestly. Yeah, I, d- I, I do. I think we've got enough to beat Tottenham. I can see a draw. I just can't. I, I think we're a, you know we're a good side at home. No, no, no doubt. He's no doubt. But Tottenham no They're on a bad run, but the no mugs. They're very, no. very good. But then yeah, you look at the, the a, you look at their defeats, and they have all been away, mm. away from home. So, I mean, that's confidence for you. going into uh, uh, even against a, a very good Tottenham side. It's got to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, on 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 form, we should beat them. Yeah, I think on paper we're a better team than them. Um, have they got any injuries? Making me feel great. Have, you, have, you, have they got any injury worries? Dyer's out, isn't he? I think he got injured um, yeah. with England, so he, he's missing, but I don't know how much he's been playing this season for Spurs. I'm, I'm not he's really sure. He's played a bit of a stick, wasn't he, Dyer? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he, he brought uh, Sissoko in. He was playing more the whole yeah. role, weren't he? Um, Imagine so if Lovren come back in for this. He's missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> no, so Dyer's missing. I don't really know that there's any other the right sort of big just losses just besides the the right uh, area, as I mentioned, and, and Trippier's due back. So I, I, I don't think there's really anything else. You've got Trippier anyway, Yeah, there's not really anything else that as far as I'm aware, you know, so... Move on to predictions then. So Teddy, Liverpool v Tottenham. I'm going to say Liverpool 2-0. Stole me. You stole my prediction. Well, you two can two say that as well. Same, yeah. Yeah. Two two Phil, 2-0 as well. Yep. Be a happy, yeah. happy podcast on, <laughs> on, yeah, on, on Monday for these two. We'll get it on Instagram shortly after the show and we'll get Judgy and uh, Gary Murray's predictions yep. as well. Yeah, so that's Instagram, it's Across the Park PC and also that's our, our Twitter handle. Um, we have got a few things coming up, like I said this week, we're going to 
after the turn of the view from the blue side and the view from the red side on Friday. Um, who's doing that this week? Is it, is it Judgy and you? I don't, it think, I don't think we've decided yet, but it sounds like I've just been nominated, so <laughs> yeah. I think it probably might be me. my turn, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I, I think it might be Craig and Terry then. Yeah, because you missed one, didn't you? Yeah, so Craig know. and Terry be doing the articles this week, so... Sorry, lads, just to go back, well, sorry to the predictions there. The, the lads have text me. Uh, Gary's joined us and saying 2-0 to Liverpool. Oh, OK. Um, and Judgy is saying 3-2 to Everton, and he also said Keane has just scored for England. Uh, yeah, he's, and he was at fault. Full move. He was at fault, apparently, for the uh, the Montenegro goal. Oh, so he's even even out, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the yeah. Michael Keane, you know. Get away with just we know and love. Yeah. <laughs> As you notice there with the articles, we're trying to get more busy on the website and do more things. We're also on Radio City this Thursday. We're on every Thursday with the Matt Jones uh, full-time show. This week, is it you, Phil? Yeah, I think it's me and Judgy th- this week. And that's yeah. on um, DAB, isn't it? Is it, fi- is it 1548? 15 they're, they're on DAB. Um, you can listen to them on 1548 Medium, where you can get them on the app on your phone as well. Yeah. Uh, download the app and, and that's you can listen, listen to City Talk on that as well. Yeah, you can't listen back, though. It's a bit disappointing, isn't it? So if you miss it, you miss it. Just yeah. yeah. try and tune in on, on the, the commute yeah. home from work. And, and we've also got an Across the Park extra that we're working on this week. We're, me and Craig are very excited. We've got the next Everton captain, David yeah, Weir, David coming Weir. into the studio. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good, good bit of a coup for, mm. um, for us to get a former yeah, captain yeah. in. I mean, we've, we had Colin Harvey, and I think this is a good one Michael for like Michael, Michael Ball. Ball. Yeah, yeah. We've this been really, really this lucky with this the guests. Is, this is a good <laughs> one for, for, for Evertonians, for, new, for like of our generation. Younger. Yeah, for the yeah, younger generation. This is more. I was looking forward to sitting down with David. I want to ask him more about that season we finished fourth. That was that was one of the best seasons I've had as a, as a fan. I want to know the end yeah. to that. Yeah, not half. Yeah, yeah but we are what wa- w- we are working on. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of us. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. Nearly, nearly went down the following year. Yeah, yeah. No, we went down the previous year. Never yeah. mind the following. But, but, um, but you can't wait to tell your grandkids about that year. Finished uh, <laughs> fourth, <laughs> and then we followed it up by finishing seventeenth. I'm already drumming it into me three kids now. We are working on um, some some reg guests as well. We we are aware the balance of these across the park extras does look a little bit blue, but I mean it's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's just it, much harder it, it, getting excellent Liverpool yeah. players. If in. anyone can um, help, do you know what though? We've got a few nights lines up, haven't we? That we're going to be comparing, which might give us some more context to Liverpool players. So we're, we yeah. know, we're hoping that can start to change. Yeah, it's a ticket on sale. We'll have some telephone numbers for you on our, on our web on our website and social media. If you want to buy a ticket to an event called Cross the Park with Kevin Sheedy and Steve McMahon, that that's in tenth of May, Friday, tenth of May. And we've also got one with you, Teddy, as well in April with Steve McMahon. Yeah, there's one in April uh, interviewing with Steve McMahon um, live on stage. So it'll be like a live Q&A and talk about his career and stuff. So, yeah, some some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, we are getting out there trying to do some more. But the, the main meat of our of our show is, is, is every Monday. Catch us again next Monday. We'll be re- reviewing all the games. Enjoy the weekend, guys. See you then.